0: Welcome and thank you for tuning in to Modern Aged Middle Life, a podcast brought to you by Emily Baum and Graham Jarvis, comedy writers addressing modern day confusions for the middle aged. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, light a candle, perhaps... Dig out an old plastic rose that you got from a dodgy Italian restaurant 20 years ago. Put on some Nana Muscuri. Look your loved one in the eye. That can be a male, a female. A chinchilla for all we care. And remind ourselves of what Valentine's truly means on this glorious Valentinian day. Happy Valentine's.
1: Happy Valentine's Day. How are you? (laughs) I'm fine. Thank you very much.
0: Well, no, I'm not. I'm on the cusp of going into lunacy in its extreme format, but I'm grateful for the fact that we have days like Valentine's Day to tether me back to normality. How are you doing? I'm good.
1: haven't opened any cards today so far. No? We've had one of those Happy Valentine's Day morning where everybody's running about doing things.
0: You've literally just fallen out of bed, put a fleece on and then stuck yourself in front of the FaceTime, haven't you? You can be honest. You can be honest. There are going to be others listening to this who are still in bed. Oh my. There are people that are going to be listening to this on the toilet. We're not here to judge. We're just grateful that they've joined us and that they've used air freshener.
1: <laughs> I haven't just got up. I've had a coffee and some breakfast, mm. but it's not that perception of Valentine's Day. These days, people think, oh, Should I be doing breakfast in bed for my loved one, bringing a tray of scrambled eggs and a Mm. fresh glass of orange juice or perhaps even a Prosecco orange juice mix? Mm. But in fact, that's so far from reality in our house.
0: Nothing says I love you like trying to get your other half drunk before (laughs) 9am. No, I think you're right. It is sad. I think when you've been in long-term relationships... Valentine's Day takes on a brand new meaning. So my Valentine's Day this morning, I said to Chris, Happy Valentine's Day. Her response was, you wouldn't believe it, the dog's dragged its bottom on the bedroom carpet and now there's a poo
1: stain. Oh no.
0: That was the beginning of my Valentine's Day. <laughs> I was there apprehensively with my card thinking, I've remembered, I should win this competition. But no, the dog's bottom took my attention. I
1: did see a Valentine's Day card when I was shopping with Tigger and Poo on a log. <laughs> if that's anything to do with your story.
0: (laughs) So Valentine's Day, if you're cynical, it's something that the Hallmark Company came up with so that they could sell more cards. Really? Well, apparently so. It's like Father Christmas was invented by Coca-Cola. It depends on how you see the world. I mean, is it a day to celebrate your other half or should you celebrate your other half every day? Is it a day to make people that are single feel like pants.
1: Well, I don't know, but you're worrying me. If Coca-Cola and Hallmark get together, I'm going to block up our chimney, for starters. There's no way I'm going to have somebody with a bow and arrow flying down our chimney every every year.
0: (laughs) I remember when I was single, Valentine's Day being painful. Yeah? Oh, I hated being single. I was terrible at being single. I was needy. (laughs) I was usually drunk. (laughs) Valentine's Day, I just remember it being a miserable experience when you're being single. And it shouldn't be. You don't have to share chocolate. You can drink prosecco in bed in your nightdress. You don't have to shave your legs. You don't have to buy nice underwear. You don't have to make any effort whatsoever. You get to spend the day chilling out and thinking, "Thank God, I don't have to try and please somebody else but myself for the day."
1: What's changed then?
0: <laughs> Occasionally I have to say, "You're all right, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> Do you think being single on Valentine's Day should be a sad thing?
1: No, because I think you look forward to getting Some real Valentine's cards. Mm. I mean, I can remember probably about 10 years ago, we got different Valentine's cards through the door. I would post three Valentine's cards, and you'd go to great effort, get somebody else to write one. You'd do your writing upside down and back to front, or perhaps writing in a mirror. Loads of things. And it was pathetically obvious. (laughs) Jill is somebody who does not hide her reaction. She'll say something like, well, you obviously got Angela to post that one because it's her writing. (laughs) I'm thinking, why didn't Angela do as I asked? Why didn't she do it upside down, back to front, in a mirror? And then she'd look at mine and she'd go, you did this one last year. So multiple Valentine's cards were just put on the side with a sigh. Nothing exciting in there. There's no secret admirer. Mm. Just feeding the Coca-Cola, or was it Hallmark, machine.
0: Hallmark. So that was the aim of Valentine's card when you were younger. When you got one, it was a wonderful surprise. You thought you had a secret admirer and then you realised it was from your dad and that just creeped you out. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It was all a bit like, okay, I'm fair enough with family members sending you Valentine's cards, but there comes a point where you're like, oh, that's a bit uncomfortable. I'd like one from a genuine admirer.
1: I think that's how Jill got to. She felt, Mm. wouldn't it be nice to have the actual thought behind the Valentine's card? that someone is secretly admiring you. Mm. But then I think we got, if you admire somebody secretly, it's creepier than it is love. (laughs) All the married people getting Valentine's cards, supposedly from people that secretly want to be with them. I mean, what are they gonna do with their partners? Bump them off? How does this work?
0: (laughs) Well, I do know a couple of people just as an aside, and I'm not one for gossip, Graham, but I do know a couple of people and they then reignited previous loves from school via the Book of face, and ended up leaving, said wives, to go off with other ladies.
1: Oh, hmm? what, just for Valentine's Day?
0: No, they actually ended up going for life. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, that would be a trick Wasn't coming like, back yeah. from that one. Yeah, that
0: would be difficult. It? I'm leaving you. I'll be back at six.
1: Yeah, what are we having for tea? <laughs> do
0: you want me to get anything thing in on the way back? So they did do that and often it's because they felt they weren't being appreciated.
1: Was that on Valentine's Day or just a general rough day?
0: Well, I think it was just in general, but it's that whole, as you say, someone admiring you. And wanting to reignite that feeling of that first love, that courtship element. And that's the exciting part of finding a new partner. And that's the enjoyable bit. We're at the stage now where we're just grateful if they've got pyjamas that don't have holes in. And if they haven't (laughs) farted on you for 24 hours.
1: (laughs) What a lovely picture there. An oil painting of your life. I think we have there. What about kids? Because then kids want to get in on the Valentine's Day market, don't they?
0: Well, I gave my daughter her Valentine's Day card this morning when I brought her breakfast in bed, and I do think this dynamic
1: is wrong. We need scrambled eggs. And orange juice.
0: No, fried egg sandwich. My daughter's not classy. (laughs) I gave her a card and she opened it and she went, oh, that's really nice and it's from my mummy. And I went, well, it might not be. She went, yeah, it is. Going back to the times when I knew I had a card from my dad and it was just weird, I just went, yeah, it is. It's from me. It's just to show you that somebody loves you. Yeah.
1: I meant to say, perhaps if you stop writing in that thick green felt tip pen, (laughs) people would be less likely to recognise it's you. And also sign yourself X rather than just Emily.
0: (laughs) Put a fiver in.
1: (laughs) But do Hallmark sponsor drawing competitions make a Valentine's card, knowing that later on, once they're hooked, once they've got the habit, they'll be into Hallmark starting to buy these cards? And
0: they're not cheap, they're like four quid. Really? Yeah, four quid to say, I like you, or I quite like you, or we've been together long enough that this is funny that you'll forgive me for being funny and rude.
1: I think I've always bought the 15 for one. <laughs> In the spirit of Valentine's Day, there's loads of people who need a Valentine's card, so just get a load of them.
0: Do you do anything special? I mean, we had a Valentine's dinner, but we had it on Friday because that was more convenient for me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's ridiculous. Yes, I think tonight we are going to have something to celebrate Valentine's Day. Is that a
0: corn duck?
1: A yeah, corn duck. Yeah, it might be. Some <laughs>
0: sort of corn item that has been reshaped. To look like a meat product, <laughs> corn chateaubriand. I do find all that quite disturbing. Let's be perfectly honest, you can't make corn into a romantic dinner or an aspirational dinner. Nobody sits back and says, Oh, do you know what? Do you remember the years when we were flush with money and we could eat corn as many times as we liked?
1: They said that about Prosecco and Champagne. That's uh, true. And Prosecco's not a meat product, I'll remind you.
0: It's vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> So you'll be having some sort of corn in a heart-shaped yeah. meat byproduct. Some prosecco. Yeah. A
1: little gin and tonic. Well, I could well be having a gin and tonic. Jill doesn't like gin.
0: Oh. Do you make an effort? Do you know, put a candle, set the table, make a real effort. And then your child walks in and ruins it.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that happened last year. I'd got my tight sequin shorts on, bare-chested and Scott walked. It was just so embarrassing. No. And I wish I'd taken the socks off.
0: That's an image, I can tell you. Anyone wanting to threaten their other half for forgetting Valentine's Day, promise them that as a calendar for next year. <laughs> That'll sort it, I tell you. But kids always do that. So you make an effort. But when you've got kids, it's hard to do something special. Unless you get a sitter and you can go out to a restaurant... You know, yeah. doing stuff internally, yeah. there's three of us. There's always going to be one spare wheel. It's usually me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> the other two start having a chat and I'm like that. So, uh, no, okay, not my turn yet.
1: Well, everybody's got their own image of how romantic it's going to be. So you keep going, talking about things until one of you seems to think, I've had enough romance now. But another person saying, well, this isn't romantic.
0: It's pressure. It puts too much pressure on us. And even if you book an expensive restaurant, nine times out of ten, if you've been together for more than a year, you sit there eating, not talking, eating, <laughs> because you're bored. You've got nothing to talk about. This is a nice restaurant, yeah. Maybe they're um, they're, they're short on money, and that's why they haven't put the lights on properly. <laughs> this food's nice, isn't it? Look at that couple over there. They're having an argument. Look at what she's wearing. Oh, do you think he said something he shouldn't have done? You're just basically people watching. Worse
1: than that is Facebook envy where you're in the restaurant, perfectly pleasant, but one of you looks over at an adjacent table and says, look at them, they're having fun. They're actually talking and laughing. Mm. Why isn't this family as good as that family? You're like, oh, because then do you put on pretend happiness?
0: You sit there going, ha, 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 to make it look like you're enjoying yourself more. (laughs) Well, you do find that people make comparisons. So it's like, well, he's made an effort. He's got a nice suit on. Hint, hint, Graham, you're out in your fleece and your sparkly shorts again. Yes. You know, it becomes a whole level of pressure, which is actually, in hindsight, why I am envious of those that are single and don't have to do this nonsense. Also, just because it's Valentine's doesn't mean you want to get dressed up and go out. You might want
1: to sit indoors in your pants. Yeah. Is dressing up going out of fashion? That's a good one. Do you have to spend an hour, two hours getting ready to go out and sit in stony silence, envious of the couple next door? I mean, is that really what it's about? Well,
0: I hope any of our listeners that are single have just heard that and gone, actually, you've got the right idea not doing that rubbish because it's a burden. Which
1: is where the phrase, a burden, the hand is worth two in the bush comes from, I imagine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then it's all the other stuff that goes with it. Do you want champagne? Do you want yeah, a red rose? No. I mean, who keeps a red rose? Nobody. It goes smelly. <laughs> and also the pressure. There's the pressure to make an effort, to wear lingerie, to have sex, to do all these things. And you know what? I think most people just rather eat an entire family-sized dairy milk, drink half a tub of champagne and fall asleep in front of uh, Law & Order.
1: There is a lot of expectation. And after that restaurant, in this day and age, who pays the bill?
0: Yeah.
1: What are the rules on paying bills nowadays?
0: Men pay. Do they?
1: Yeah. It's their
0: way of saying sorry (laughs) for all the bad treatment of women for eternity Mm. yeah that's just not my words google it it's true
1: it's true who's paying sequin pants you are
0: yeah I would love that if people were sort of having that conversation at the end of a meal and every woman in the world turned around to a bloke and went you
1: are It'd be bad, wouldn't it, if you're both a bit short at the end of the month, your pay hasn't come in or something, and you think, hmm, looking at your child, he's got that savings account. I
0: could just borrow. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of pressure, though. I am a bit of a believer that if you really like the other person that you're living with in a romantic sense, you should make an effort every day, not just have this one milestone that says it's Valentine's Day, so you have to treat each other nicely for one day. No, you should treat each other nicely every day or just ignore each other like my parents did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what would you love on Valentine's Day? As you go to bed at night on February the 13th, are you thinking, oh, I hope tomorrow I get woken up with a peck on the cheek and here you are, darling, here's your favourite breakfast?
0: No. I'm usually the instigator, not the receiver. Okay. So I organised to have Valentine's dinner delivered from a very nice restaurant in London. We had that on Friday. All three of us had special treats. So we had lobster, we had crab, we had steak, we had champagne. I had a lot of champagne. By the end of it, it was party for one. (laughs) Because the others obviously don't drink. So I'm absolutely tanked in front of the television. (laughs) We had a really nice meal. And then everyone just sat under blankets watching TV, Grey's Anatomy, in front of the fire, and it was all quite relaxed. We enjoyed it, and it was exciting. But when I'd said to the rest of them, look, I'm going to do this, they're like, oh, what are you doing that for? And then when it arrived, because it came with cocktails, and it came with a nice bottle of wine, it came with really nice food and a dessert, they loved it. They absolutely loved it. But the thought of it made them just go, I make moaning noises. And then equally today, I made sure I did breakfast in bed for people, got their cards, etc. To which Chris, after the dog conversation, then went, I haven't even written (laughs) yours (laughs) yet.
1: Yes. (laughs) Or the ones where it's like, oh, is it Valentine's Day today? Oh, you can see I haven't even got the card. I didn't even think about the card. Of course, there's a perfect excuse this year with lockdown. People aren't going to be going out much.
0: The best Valentine's we ever had was so simple. We had a power cut and I always plan a Valentine's dinner for us and I planned we were going to have steak, asparagus and some lovely bits and pieces and we had this power cut so I had no way of cooking it. So we cooked the steak and asparagus on a pan on the log burner Uh and then we spent the evening having a few drinks and doing shadow puppets, rude shadow puppets.
1: (laughs) Rude shadow puppets. It
0: was the funniest night we've ever had, yeah. It was brilliant. We had so much fun. (laughs) (laughs)
1: When you've seen a power cut, I think of Valentine's Day last year when I got a paper cut opening my (laughs) Valentine's Day. Not quite as dramatic as yours.
0: What's the best Valentine's Day you've ever had? Do you remember a really particularly good Valentine's? I
1: think most of the Valentine's Days since I've known Jill have been good.
0: (laughs) Uh, For those listeners that don't have smell-o-vision, he's making an awkward face as if, just in case she does decide to take an interest in listening to our podcast... And here's this episode, I've just dug my way out of a momentous gaping hole. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jill was really good at sending Valentine's cards that you weren't sure were from her. Oh. She was much more advanced than I was at trying to disguise handwriting.
0: Why do Valentine's gifts always have to be a bit tutty, like heart-shaped chocolates? And they usually taste quite revolting, or they have liqueurs inside them, which is, again makes you gotta kind of go, whoop, that's... that's vibrant. You know, you've got edible knickers, dead flowers. People give you flowers. Expensive things that will be dead in a few days, which is sad. I'd rather have a tree that's planted and living. And inappropriate underpants, which is great. You know, men will typically, and women, will buy their other half's lingerie. Well, that's lovely. But actually... This time of year, you want winter huggers. You want stuff that's going to go up under your boobs and covers you down to your knees. Something with more holes in it than a tea strainer. Not really very appropriate this time of year. Think practically, people. And then what else do we get? I don't know, booze. It's all like, let's make you fat, let's give you diabetes, or you're so boring, if I get you drunk, I don't have to listen to you anymore.
1: Jill was very clear that she did not like roses. And the idea of paying what was a ridiculous amount of money for Red Roses for Valentine's Day, she did not want me to take any part in. If I did buy a Red Roses, she was going to see that I was hospitalised. She was clearly against Red Roses.
0: We're like £70 for a bunch of flowers. When
1: we stopped once at some traffic lights out of London, guys were coming up to all the cars stopped with roses, saying, would you like to buy a bunch of red roses? And I remember I wound a window down to the guy. This person to the left of me was like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I, I think he's got the idea we don't want a bunch of his red roses. Now he's scared, actually.
0: <laughs> he was actually going to offer to wash your windscreen for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I don't see that. I don't understand why you give people flowers. To me, flowers are a bit depressing. Is that a weird thing? I just find it sad. They're beautiful for two seconds and then you've got something dead and mouldy on your windowsill.
1: And in restaurants, it's annoying too if they let people in. The person comes around offering a single red rose. Like
0: 15 quid. The
1: very first time that happened to me when I was single, I was about to take it and somebody said, it'll cost you about... 15 quid or whatever and i'm thinking no, oh, i thought it was just a nice gesture <laughs> the innocence of an idiot
0: but it's awkward it's like being badgered into buying it and if you don't buy it it makes you look like you're mean or it puts pressure on one of you to buy the red rose and it's always typically the bloke yeah why because someone has cornered you if you were in a restaurant and someone came up to you and said do you want to buy an I aldi <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be like I feel really pressured, I've got to buy this car now because you've got me cornered (laughs) in a restaurant. There's nowhere else to go.
1: It's the Facebook thing too. If you don't do it, you look around and there's the table of all the people that were happy, smiling, laughing, having a great time. And all the ladies on that table have got a single red rose and looking delighted about it. And the blokes are looking smug and they're looking at you, your table, you haven't smiled or laughed once for the last half an hour and now you're sending the woman, bringing joy with the red rose, away. I mean, what sort yeah. of hole do you deserve to be thrown down?
0: This is already after you've said to Jill, we won't need a starter. <laughs> <laughs> to, to, to keep the cost of the meal down. Do you ever do that? You know, Jill, have two glasses of wine before we go. Why? Because I'm not paying for a bottle of wine while we're there. It'll be about 70 quid. Do you want some crisps before we go? Why, Graham? Well, we're not having a starter. That's like 15 quid. <laughs> Yes. By which point, Jill doesn't care anyway because she's had a bottle of wine in the car on the way over because you've already said you're not showering for wine. (laughs) I think you don't have to spend a lot of money for Valentine's Day. I mean, I would never expect a diamond bracelet on Valentine's Day.
1: No. Okay. well, I haven't got you one.
0: (laughs) I think it's unrealistic to expect those things. I think people who give you a diamond bracelet or something more expensive on Valentine's Day are usually having an affair. (laughs)
1: Do you think Valentine's Valentine's Day, with those expensive gifts, are more for people who are courting.
0: Maybe. Where the
1: bloke's about to propose, so he's doing some really romantic gifts before he pops the engagement ring sometime. Do you think it might be Mm. Valentine's Day works in that situation?
0: I think Valentine's Day, when you're in a new couple,
1: there's an awful lot more effort. You've done a lot of effort by the sound of it.
0: Oh, I do, yeah. But do you know why I do that? No. It's because I'm a martyr and I like to make people feel crap about themselves for the rest of the year. Martyr
1: is a German name, so it goes with Baum. (laughs) Martyr Baum. (laughs) 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 We can't escape your surname, can we?
0: (laughs) It's true, though. I do do it. Because I want to do something nice for them, but every time I'm shocked that nothing exciting is returned.
1: Is it regional? Do you think people are more romantic in different parts of the world for Valentine's Day? Is it a worldwide phenomenon now?
0: Oh, that's a good... Does it cross different religious orientation as well and different cultural backgrounds? Yeah. Is it big in Poland? Is it big in Bangladesh? Is it everywhere? Because maybe it's just a Western thing. And I don't mean like John Wayne. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Throughout your life has Valentine's Day been celebrated? Yes.
0: And especially when you're at an all-girls school. Oh, my God. Everyone was apoplectic waiting for post to arrive because I went to a boarding school a boarding school more like a higher education facility for those that have been imprisoned
1: <laughs> <laughs> well we didn't have valentine's day so much in grimsby i think valentine's day took off when i had my first girlfriend and she handed me a valentine's card or an envelope i didn't know what it was and sort of said yeah like expecting something and you're like what
0: you're thinking it's a tip for the 230 <laughs> yeah you're like, oh thanks cheers oh Hang on a minute, what is this?
1: It's not even from anybody. As
0: a boy at school, was it a big deal? No. Did you do Valentine's cards in the playground?
1: Not at all. No,
0: it was huge at my school. It was huge. We'd be planning for days ahead. I mean, the ridiculous thing is we were all girls in a boarding school, so you can't go out. It's not as if you're surrounded by male suitors. There was nowhere that you could get a Valentine's card. So, anyone that did get a Valentine's card, it would arrive in school and everyone got their post together. So, it was a big deal. I was like, oh, who you got a Valentine's card from? I got a hate Valentine's card once from two very horrible girls who were jealous because I genuinely had a boyfriend because I'd met him on holiday and he was ever so nice. And I also got another Valentine's card. So, I was like, oh my God, you got two Valentine's cards. Yeah, because one was from these two horrible girls that basically sent me this Valentine's card that was mean.
1: In those days, did people sign their Valentine's card? Like now you get Valentine's card you can buy on the front saying, Mum, your Valentine's card, or Valentine's card to my (laughs) wife. I mean, when they first started coming out, I thought surely this removes the whole essence of of sending a Valentine's card.
0: (laughs) The ambiguity.
1: (laughs) Yeah, whereas Jill, as I said earlier, she so guesses that it's from me, it's like, well, you might as well, at least it removes the dishonesty. yeah. Presumably, these special days like Coca Cola's Christmas and Hallmark Valentine's Day were there because people had nothing in their lives to brighten their day up in winter. Mm-hmm. Do we really need that now? Say you're having a great time.
0: Oh, my Lord, we're in lockdown mark three and he's asking if we need anything to brighten our days. We need something to
1: do. Yeah, but that couple at that restaurant this year, they're not at the restaurant, obviously, but they're all at home playing board games, all laughing merrily. No, they're not. Children are saying, oh, Mama, can I get you a nice glass of Prosecco, your favourite? and oh, Dad, I'll pour you a beer and I know you only like the head half an inch high.
0: I love that. Mama. What is this? Is this Downton Abbey? Is this what, is This is your idyllic idea of what goes on? How many people do you know in the local park? They're going, Mama, can you grab Tarquin for me? The little tyke seems to have gotten away from me.
1: That was the name of their son, Tarquin. Were you in that restaurant that day? It was Tarquin because I thought it was some sort of a pie. I'll have a Tarquin pie as well, please. Sounds tasty. So if you're already a happy family, do you stop being naturally happy to take a break for Valentine's cards?
0: It does give you the opportunity to focus on the couple and the couple only. Because as you just said, it becomes kids and family and other things going on. But actually, it's quite nice to have a day to just focus on the two people at the hub. Or if you don't have kids, just remind yourself how lucky you are to be stuck with a person that picks their toenails in front of the television or (laughs) picks their nose or leaves the fridge open all the time, can't close a cupboard, keeps the toilet seat up, all of those things.
1: And the dog, this carpet looks clean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it's an opportunity to take yourself out of the basics of life and truly enjoy the exotic.
1: (laughs) Interesting, you did all of that For your family, ordering the romantic meal, do you feel disappointed when you just get a card back? No. Potentially a card, even though it's not been written yet. No,
0: because I'm the only one that drinks. Ah. (laughs) So I sit and I numb the pain quietly (laughs) in a corner whilst I leave the toilet seat up, keep all the cupboards open and pick my toenails in front of Grey's Anatomy. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm a catch. And I remind them of that every year. (laughs) You're a catch. (laughs) Actually, no, you're from Grimsby. Technically, you're the catch. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I sometimes feel I should be doing more, but I think that's the problem with these artificial dates. With birthdays, it's an easy thing because you want to do it. Whereas with Valentine's Day, there always is that vague feeling you're just giving money to a profiteering organisation.
0: It's not run by the mafia. Do you think the Godfather has ruined our expectations of Valentine's Day? Because they used to shoot a lot of people on that day. (laughs) Did they? Maybe this is the thing. Maybe you should surprise Jill next year by not sending lots of cryptic cards and just put a horse's head in the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing says I love you like Dobbin's remains. I'll
1: have to check with Quorn whether they make a horse's head. (laughs) (laughs) Modern Aged Middle Life was brought to you by Graham Jarvis and Emily Baum. If you liked it, tell a friend or rate and review the podcast. That will help others find us. Thanks.